Pick out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and friends bringing the couch critics your way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Critics. I'm your host, Eastmore. With me is the practical co-host, Trevor himself. Did you say I'm the host, Eastmore? No, I said Eastmore. Oh, okay. I'm the practical co-host. My name is Trevor. Practical co-host? Ah. I shouldn't make fun of somebody's stutter as a stutterer myself. Talking is hard. Yeah, I agree. Um, And with us is the all-time guest and my wife, Tristan. Hi. Okay. That Uh, That was a change of pace. I enjoyed that. Well, you're, you weren't supposed to bring attention to it. It was just supposed to happen. Dang it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> this week, uh, if you saw the title, we are doing uh, the remake of a Broadway show, West Side Story. Um, it's true, Easton. We are. Yep. Um, yeah. I will hold opinions for now. <laughs> um but yeah, that's what we're doing. If you haven't seen, like, I don't, you don't have to have seen the Broadway show or watched the original, at least in my opinion, because I didn't either. And like, it's not like a continuation. It's just a remake. Yeah. So, and by an established director. So like, you know, he's going to handle it well. And he did. Sure. Um. So yeah, we'll just go ahead and get into general thoughts. Uh, right off the bat. No, no waiting. Around. Wait, first, can we say whether or not we like musicals? I feel like this has already been established of I'm real hit or miss on musicals and it's usually a miss more than a hit. And you guys love musicals. I love them. I learned something about myself, but I'll wait till it's my turn oh. for general what, thoughts. Do you, you only love musicals that you grew up watching? No. Oh. Can, am I going now? You can. Sure. I'm curious. Nobody I've knows. learned that I like musicals that are fun and that I feel like the music has purpose. Yeah, because you liked it in the Heights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Greatest Showman was a recent musical that you mm-hmm. enjoyed. I'm trying to think of other musicals. Cats, I don't know. That's not it. a... That's a little well, that's not new. So to, to I learned that because this musical, I serious. think I saw it one million years ago, and I don't remember it very well because it was so long ago. Are you a witch? Yeah, and um, don't tell anyone. <laughs> and don't tell anyone on a podcast. I'm going to release to everyone. And it's very serious and musically, and I wasn't a big fan of serious musical. Because there's a a weird contrast. Yeah. At least in this. Like, I believe, I don't know, I've never seen Les Mis, and I probably never will, but, like, that's a very dark... You don't need to see the movie. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, that's a very dark musical. Yeah. And the trailer, at least, like, the singing is also dark. Like, they don't just... the French Revolution. No fun times had that. Yeah. Well, this movie decides to have very bright musical score stuff in a very dark, depressing story. And so. I saw Into the Woods. Into the Woods? Oh, yeah. yeah. Into the Woods. Yeah. Anna Kendrick? 
my biggest problem with it is that there were no there was no talking. It was singing the entire time. Yeah. Scary and I much don't, like an opera. Yeah, I don't I'm not a fan of that either. I, I can't stand those. I can't Susical do Susical is also like that. There's not a movie for that, but the musical Susical is also That's why I can't watch Lady. But I Mays. didn't I don't have a problem watching like I've seen Susical a couple times and in the in the musical You did also form. see it live though. I wonder that's, if maybe that's, that's what she's saying. That's what it. I mean. Like she's seen the I've musical. I've only seen it. Like right. I'm saying, I'm saying Susical and Ends of the Woods are similar in terms of like music to talking ratio. That's the, I'm curious if because Susical was live. That's what I'm saying. Okay. She's never seen the movie, <laughs> but she watched the live. There is no movie. Oh, that's okay. why I've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's saying if you if she's watching yeah. a live musical, it's fine, but not mm-hmm. in a movie form. Yeah. I got you. There you go. Cool. Uh, so I I feel like I should disclose this. My opinion is going to be coming from a place of like, because I've, I've played West Side Story before. I haven't played the musical, but I've played the suite a couple times. So this music, is, and it's also Leonard Bernstein. And the, I, so I'm coming from a place of like, I know this pretty well. And, and like nostalgia, the significance of the music and like what part it's played and things like that. I thought this was incredible. I, from start to finish, I thought it was amazing. I thought, I thought acting was great. I thought singing was great. I thought the orchestrations were good. And, and the reason I thought the orchestrations were good was because they didn't try. So modern musicals like in the Heights and wicked and things like that use a lot of like electronic it's modernized that's all it is it's that's why they call it a new musical um but they didn't try to like modernize any of the instrumentation or orchestration with this they just kept it as original as possible and i think that helped a lot and i think in the hands of steven spielberg i thought this was it was incredible yeah i thought it was really well done I thought the acting was great. I thought the vocals were great. I thought the dancing was great. I thought everything they did was great. Yeah. I just personally yeah. did not jive as much as, yeah, I don't know. As much well, as a turkey? Well, it's very yeah. much, uh, it's highly regarded so far in the critic world and in the social media of Letterbox. Um. Yeah, this is the first time ever seeing the West Side Story. Like the, like I never seen a Just musical. Never yeah. watched the old movie. Had no idea really what the story was. Um. But that being said, I was not like I don't even think I like the story in general, and I don't think I like the the fact that it's a mute. Like I don't think the story makes sense as a musical. So I think that's why I don't like it. And it has I I don't think it really has much to do with this particular adaptation of it. I just think if I went and watched it, and maybe if I watched it live, it would be different. Because honestly, I think musicals should stay just there. They should stay live. I don't. I need. I think they need to stop making movie versions of musicals because it's not the same. That it's not the same feel. When I watch a film, I feel like I should be um, I want to feel like I can place myself in there and that it's a real place I can never get there with with musicals and like 
I enjoy some of them. Like I like uh, White Christmas, but I feel like I don't know. It feels a little bit more natural. Well, That's, White Christmas, yeah. even the the film itself, White Christmas, is very like stage based. Like yeah. everything looks kind of fake. Um, and, well, and there's always there's like I, I was talking about this with mom. Like there's never really like spontaneous dancing yeah. in White Christmas. All, and like when they're singing, like on the train, and they're singing like the snow song and stuff. They're singing just to sing. It's like more natural. Like I would, I would sing on a train. Yeah. Well, and I'm ca- you know? kind of curious, just with our with our interpretations of this already. Tristan and I grew up in a household where singing was like a part of everyday life. Like, I just we even still, Tristan and I, if we're in the car, we'll burst in a song together or we'll sing together. Um, back me up here. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um. So we grew up with that. So maybe musicals just feel uh, musicals and movies maybe just feel a little bit more natural to us. Oh, for sure. I didn't watch a single musical until I was probably in high school or probably in college. I don't think I had seen mm. like Mamma Mia or Chicago or Shrek the um, Musical. Shrek the Musical <laughs> still haven't and still will not. That is the grossest thing I've ever seen. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> I think nothing. Like I think. La La Land was really the first musical. Which you really, really like. Which I really, really enjoy, but it's completely different than every other musical. Mm-hmm. Like, completely different. Um, and and that's just because I think it's a really rich story. And I think I would have enjoyed it just as much if it wasn't like a musical. Yeah. If it was just a story being told. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say you, would, you think you would have liked West Side Story if it wasn't a musical? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Oh. Yeah. Um, is that like it take like the movies film i feel like i should like i like feeling like i could be in this world it's something that's yeah. real and with musicals it's hard to do that and with this it was extremely difficult every single almost every single time a uh song broke out like it completely took me out of the the scene hmm. and it didn't help that 90% maybe not 90 like 70% of the words they were singing were un um uh, uh what what's unrecognizable or like seriously i couldn't understand half of what they were singing mm. i i remember thinking like they were way too like i had a harder time understanding the lyrics from in the heights and in canto than i did this i feel like i heard just about every single word that was spoken and maybe that's because i was like i wasn't trying to tune out but maybe it was like there, like the multiple songs there's multiple people all singing at once and they're all singing over each other well and, th- and that when those times happen you're not necess- necessarily supposed to recognize the words that are being said sure but like i'm just saying there were multiple times where like i didn't know where they were like was what was say, happening in the maybe, song yeah if you because i th- found myself like oh which part should i listen to <laughs> or like which part should i yeah. try to i'm focus saying that was on? the worst part but it happened uh, like they were just like somebody was just singing and i'm like i don't know and mm. it was usually maria mm. and um yeah it was mainly just maria because she was just like so like putting everything into like and she was singing song. very high yeah yeah so like where you can't, I couldn't like understand exactly what she was trying to relay in her emotion of singing because it was just, 
too much. I did think it was strange that the notes were very high in like a somber, like sad song sometimes. Probably, yeah. That's what she sings. <clears throat> just thought it was funny. Sorry. But yeah. um, also, like I said, I've never, I didn't, had no idea what West, Sto- West Side Story was about other than the trailer. And I assumed it was about poverty, Tonight. New York. But tonight. I, I, I didn't technically know where it was in history, but mm. I knew the original film was in the sixties, so it had to at least be before the sixties. Yeah, um, it's like the twenties. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. it's twenties or thirties. Mm. Probably, it's probably post uh, Great Depression and the raving twenties, but because yeah. they're reconstructing and mm. kicking people out, yep. which wasn't really the booming twenties. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's in that kind of era. Yeah, um, and like I. Like predicted the first half of this movie off of the first two minutes, yeah, and like made the first hour extremely boring. Really? Because well, because it was exactly what I thought. Like, just note for note, like Tony's. <laughs> no <pun intended>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. Um, well, don't oh. spoil it. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> but like I could just like so I kind of knew where everything was going for the first half and like sure. the second half was a little bit more of like they could do some different stuff here and like they could yeah, they could just go a couple different ways here. Yeah. Um but like the general story was still in the direction I thought but like there were obviously different tangents of like decision making that characters could make that could derail it to go from one way to another but Yeah. I don't know. I just remember the, at the very beginning, I was just like, I basically understand all of this. And it also felt like just a musical ripoff of Romeo and Juliet, which I guess is the purpose. Yeah. It's, it's a, re- I didn't it's know a that. retelling. Yeah. Of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And in the theater, I was like, well, that just sounds to me. I was like, okay, this just seems like Romeo and Juliet, but like they like rename it and make it a musical. That's unoriginal to like write. You are ripping my heart out, man. <laughs> to make to try to make the same story, but like, yeah. and what I said after I watched it, we talked. Trevor and I talked about it a little bit. It felt like a weaker version of it, because like Romeo and Juliet is a tragic story, and it's like the the. I could, I don't think I'm spoiling too much, but no. like, I mean that's pretty common knowledge. The, the two houses yeah. are like, and Romeo and Juliet are like literally forbidden to be the together Capulets and the Montagues yeah and like in this movie it's just like a brother is saying like it. it's not like a legit forbidden love they're just making it out to be that and like it's not as like tragic I guess it ends up whatever I won't write anything but yeah most people that are watching this have probably already seen West Side Story. <laughs> I'm probably a minority here. And I'm definitely a minority of not liking West Side Story as well. Yeah. And I didn't... Which is fine. I didn't know if I was going to... A lot of times when I go in thinking I'm going to dislike a movie, I come out pleasantly surprised. And this wasn't really the case huh. at all. Um, the only thing I genuinely enjoyed was Tony. Okay, yeah. I liked him. Yeah, that Very was the good. only, and I, and I, that was something. The first time I saw Tony on screen, I was like, "God, I, like I, this is I don't like him. Like I don't mind the actor, but like, yeah. I didn't think he would fit. Mm-hmm. And then I was 
pleasantly surprised. I was like, okay, I actually really like him. I like mm-hmm. what they're doing with this character. Yeah. Although it was like a little predictable, I still like. I thought he portrayed it well and he did a good job. And I liked Tony, but then everybody else, I pretty much disliked. Gotcha. Like, I really liked the oh pigeon. I really liked the. Um, <laughs> She's playing with Putty. <laughs> the, Maria. The sister. Sister. Yeah. The, uh, not the sister. She's it's, not the sister. It's Bernardo's she's the brother's um, girlfriend. Yeah. girlfriend. But if they, I, if they Ari, were married, like they're tech. Yeah. That whole not, thing was weird. Her name's yeah. Ari, uh, Aria. I don't That's know. Maria. <laughs> it's something. I don't remember. I meant to yeah, look it up. Arena. It's Arena? Yeah. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. Um, oh, no, no, no. That's the actor's name. Oh. Sorry. It's Anita. Anita. Is yeah. it Anita? I really... Yeah. I... Yes, I really enjoyed her. Especially, like, the dancing in this. And I want to talk about that a little bit. So, uh, obviously... Well, no, I'll just talk about it now. The, the biggest problem in West Side Story, not just with this movie, but in general, and it's it, it has a reputation for it, is it's about two street gangs who dance. <laughs> like, because it's a musical, and so they have mm-hmm. to dance. So there's always been this kind of, like... How do you make the dancing seem masculine? And I think you they fail, ha- huh? They fail. I don't think so. I think they succeed. <laughs> they absolutely some- fail. No, there's some physical like feats of strength in that. Have you that- all the times they're hanging off sideways on things and physical and strength means diagonally? nothing with masculinity. Because well, no, but I'm saying the the way that they're dancing and the feats that they're performing. It if strength is a masculine trait, they are masculine. In my opinion. So this this is a good example of like, I feel like I would probably like this if it were live, if I was watching it live. Because the the scene where they're with, with the gun. Yes. We'll, we'll get there. You don't want me to talk about it? Well, like a spoiler. It, it keeps it dancing. Just, no, I was just going to say. Yeah. I was saying like, I have something to say like more ex- but yeah, yeah, you can say what you want to say. Yeah, just cool is the name of that tune. Just that the choreography on a like in a movie was so dumb to me. Really, I was so enamored I with was, that. I one. was like, just stop. Yeah. But if I was seeing it live, I would have thought it was amazing. Yeah, I would have thought I it was agree. so cool. I agree. So what's the difference then? You're seeing it live. So they're still doing all the same things. Yeah, but you're not. You don't have to do that in a movie. You can make it way cooler in a movie. <laughs> okay. I just feel like it was not movie esque. It was like, this is a music. This is what you would see in a play. Yeah. Okay. And if it were like Shrek the Musical, where it's a Broadway. Where it's why a movie? are you laughing? No. no, I just think it's funny you keep bringing up Shrek at the musical. It's just funny. This is only the second, second time. time but. but I'm saying like that's ju- that's a movie. Of a it's live just, play, yeah, you're, yeah. It's just a just recording like of a live Hamilton on Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, I've never seen Hamilton, so I can't say that. But I'm, if it were like that, yes, that would be so cool. But it wasn't. It was a movie, so I was like, Meh. I think the hardest thing to nail down was with with stage plays or stage musicals to to film is is not going actually I think it's not to go too far into the movie scape of it. And I think Steven Spielberg did great with that because what you do have access to in a film that you don't have access to on a on a stage is setting. 
And mm-hmm. I think all the set pieces in this were were well thought out and well portrayed, and and really were able to to capture the scene of the, of the places they were in. I thought all of the set the setting felt way too close in proximity to each other. I think it was good though because it makes it feel like claustrophobic New York kind of. Maybe I just like you could see them traveling and then like they would be right next to each other. Yeah. And I it just felt weird and I think maybe that's just the part of I like movies and that's not realistic. Yeah. If you're traveling in the other side of a <laughs> block and I, there's a specific part later on that maybe tips me over the edge on it but Yeah. Um Oh, but with the dancing, I was going to say, um, Anita, the actress, uh, I mean, I think all the dancing was phenomenal, but when she danced, it was like almost like next level tier. Her, like all the Spanish inspired dancing and stuff they do, all the dresses that she wears that she uses with it. I, it was all just in, almost like magical to watch her on screen. I thought hmm. I really enjoyed any time that she danced. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Except, never mind, I can't about say. Her. Do what? I was indifferent about her. Mm-hmm. But um, you, we talked about the sister. Mm-hmm. I liked her, and then I very much disliked her. The sister. Anita? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. The, the sister-in-law, basically. Yeah. But, we, yeah, okay, we were just talking about her. Yeah. That's why I brought it up. Okay. Because okay. I didn't get to say anything about her, so <laughs> I was going to say that... I liked her at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then I disliked her. And I think um, a lot of it has to do with this movie has a lot of like themes to it. Um, that being that uh, basically, like white people in the Bronx were just white racist people. Like the cops were pigs, um, and not just to like. Um, people of color, like they were also pigs to, like the uh, the Jets, who were the white gang. Um, I guess not as much so, but like they still like picked on them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's a big thing of uh, theme of uh, the Puerto Ricans are very uh, rich in culture, um, and there's kind of a um, dualism of of they want to live in their like in their culture and they love Puerto Rico, but at the same time there's opportunity in America. Mm-hmm. And that, I liked that score early on, but then I felt like this movie also like flips its switch on some of its themes randomly. What do you mean? Um, just with like, it'll tell you something in one song and then the same people will almost counter that later on in the movie, which felt weird. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I remember anything. There's like a that, thing with the Jets. We can the, talk more about it. Yeah, there's spoilers. a thing with the Jets where it's it's kind of like going back and forth on on who they are and, and why they, like. Uh, yeah, and then um, some of the family like kind of has like a little switch there, um, and yeah, and I it's did anybody else get a little annoyed the fact that. They didn't have subtitles for when they were speaking Spanish. No, I loved that. I I think language is so underused in movies. I I I get really bored 
that we see all these movies that where they're taking place in Italy, they're taking place in Mexico, they're taking place in France. No, they and can. There's no subtitles though. I want to know what they're saying. I don't. That's I, that's I, losing a piece of the information. I don't think so. I think it's. I think it's. It's showing you. Maybe we don't need to know what's what's being said, and we can tell by their inflection typically what's happening. I liked that there weren't any. I like the use of language in movies. I think when they're when they're speaking English, and then when you see French, and you see Spanish, and you see German, like, and they speak that, and mm-hmm. but I, you should still, as an audience, there's a reason why they're doing, like, they're saying what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You should be able to hear that and understand as as an audience member. And then if you speak Spanish and English, you then somehow like now you can understand both sides of the story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's unfair for the listeners that don't speak that other language. I don't know. I agree with that. But I also like that they had there was a little not apology in it, but I liked that they addressed it. They would speak in Spanish and then Anita would be like. We're in America. Yeah. We like we need to practice speaking English. I I thought yeah. that added a whole other dynamic. That's fine for the mo- That's fine for the the plot. But as an audience member, I still want to hear. Unless its direct point is to be, you're not supposed to understand. But then usually movies will make it where nobody can understand. It's not a um, like I've I've only seen one movie that's done it like decently well, uh, and that's Thirteenth Warrior. I think it's 13th Warrior. Mm-hmm. That does it well of like, you're, as an audience member, you're not supposed to understand what they're saying because your main character doesn't understand what's being said. Yeah. And so, um, but it, it it's basically just gibberish. And then he slowly learns the language and then it starts telling you and then you start to get the information as he does. Mm-hmm. And this, it just didn't, it was just like a, I, I didn't like it at all. And I guess I can, you can like it, I guess, but I do <laughs> every single time it happened. I was like, okay, cool. That's just another part of where I just don't understand what's going on. Yeah. So why am I watching this scene? Why am I listening to these people talk if I can't understand what's going on? And then they go off and sing and I don't understand what they're singing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that. I, I mean, any of the conversations that did happen in Spanish, Typically, like if there was information we needed to know, they would have a moment where someone would say, say it in English and then they would. So yeah, I, but- I don't feel like I'm, I personally, I don't feel like I missed out on any of those conversations. And I liked that they kind of denied us that. But I don't think it was like a retelling of what they said. I think they skipped over what they said because usually when they were speaking Spanish, they were speaking Spanish to somebody else who speaks Spanish. Mm. So you wouldn't then repeat what you just said in Spanish in English. You would just continue the conversation in English. So then we missed sections of the conversation because we don't speak Spanish. And I thought that was stupid. I, I shouldn't be being in and out of a, uh, a conversation when I'm trying to understand what's going on as an audience member. I think that it's, it was extremely infuriating. I got pretty <laughs> upset about it between that and some of the music. Like I was like, am I just not supposed to like, do you just not care if I don't know what's going on or how these people are like, like what their emotions are? Like mm-hmm. this movie is supposed to be pretty emotional. Yeah. And I had no emotion and that's, sad because like there's some pretty emotional stuff that happens but the movie just completely disconnects you from all emotion of course it's just me somebody else obviously said that there was a lot of emotion behind it and they felt it um 
but like I think it's just an accumulation of all the stuff. Like it's the accumulation of like they just start dancing and singing out of nowhere and it just drew me out because it just looks like they're dancing just to dance. And then because it's a musical and you have to have dances and scores. Um, and then uh, the in and out of English and Spanish and then singing, not understanding like exactly what they're trying to portray when they're singing. Yeah, I guess it was just the accumulation of all the stuff, but did not feel. And that's why I definitely think if this was a, like just a flat movie, I probably would have enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, especially with what they did with the later half. The first half felt pretty basic, but I think they did a little bit of something different with the second half. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't have anything else to say. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I mean and we've I think we've already kind of established I think you and I are very much on polar opposites on this one, which is fine. But I think I'm ready to go for record. Well, most people agree with you, so I'm I'm in a minority uh, apparently. And so that's okay. Uh, but I've been in a minority two movies in a row. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we can we can. Two in a row. I didn't think it, none of us like really liked the movie last week, right? I meant to the general population of. Oh, I see. I base a lot of my general population off of Letterbox reviews. Gotcha. But Letterbox is a little bit higher brow people and yeah. so like really I, I, yes anyway keep going. like your meme movies aren't gonna get high scores no. on letterbox they're gonna get like uh like huge ratio differences like yeah. like i don't know a, a movie an example that'd be a meme oh. movie, but maybe like the you mean like people rate it half a star, but then there are people that rate it a five star and there's like a million on each. Yeah, side. because like the movie is if if you're critically thinking of it as a movie, it's yeah. a half star movie, but it's amazing in how like in its terribleness. Yeah. And so those are I think Napoleon movies. Dynamite's like that. Napoleon Dynamite is yeah. probably one. Yeah. Um, I always just want to say Wicker Man, but like mm. it's really just a bad movie and. <laughs> Like, it's just a bad movie, <laughs> and people make a drinking game out of it. Yeah. But, no, the community likes this movie, and like I said, it may just be because, obviously, if you grew up watching West Side Story, and that's a story that you like, uh, it seems like this is a good adaptation of that story, but I don't like the story, so, like, I'm obviously not going to like the movie. If, yeah. you, if you don't like a story, then you're not going to like the movie in general. Yeah. I think that's pretty f- safe to say. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we're going to give recommendations and go to spoilers. Absolutely. Go see it in Dolby. Did you see it in Dolby? I did. Yeah, you did. We watched it as standard. Yeah. Um. Sure. Sure. Uh, sure, you can see it. I think you have to like <laughs> musicals because it... Yeah. Yeah, I think I've made my point pretty clear mm-hmm. <laughs> um and if you're if you're not a big musical person i think you'll go into it thinking pretty similar to me that i could just it's too much just random music and random dancing mm-hmm. and not the good random dancing from mike carly like <gasps> random dancing 
disagree that it's random dancing, but that's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, because the the this was. I take it a lot of these songs were in the um, live musical, and so yeah. they're adapting Al- these almost exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and they're adapting yeah. those into the movie. But the problem is, is that was a live musical, and this is a movie, so it feels more random in a movie than it would in a live musical. We don't need to get into this again. Um, I think it's funny that because you guys are both very heated about this, you're both fidgeting a lot, um, and. I think it's funny after either one of you guys say something that you don't agree with the other person, you say, which is fine. Or like, that's fine. I disagree, but that's fine. After every single time. Never mind. It's not fine. (laughs) Well, it's just funny that you're like, we're we're just trying to keep it friendly. Well, I know I'm in the minority. So like, I just think it's funny because you guys keep saying, which is fine, which like, duh, it's fine. I'm not going to say which is fine for the rest of this podcast. Just oh, you probably I'm, will. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, we'll move uh, to spoilers where you can get really heated on some scenes, I guess. Here we go. Oh, no. Yep. Strap okay. in, everyone. I'm going to be in the middle it's of gonna this. It's going to be a bumpy ride. She is legitimately in the middle. <laughs> um, sorry for the snoring. That's my dog or our dog. Um, but so yeah, cute. we will go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back for the spoiler part of the review. All right, and we are back. Let's get ready to rumble. No, no. And we're back. I didn't like that. <laughs> well, it'd be more rumbling right now than it was in the whole entire movie of two gangs that are supposed to fight. Wrong. Yeah, I'm kidding. That is that is the that, that was just a joke. There's there's <laughs> I really didn't think they were gonna have an actual rumble, and I was gonna be pretty pissed. Oh really? I, like I thought it was gonna be a dance thing. I like. And I'm like, this is if you watch the original, it would have been. <laughs> and I'm like, this is gonna be so like not to be mean, but like oh, I'm sorry, I won't say it, I guess. Somebody <laughs> call me homophobic, but Good idea. Um but I like it just would have been so dumb like it's a fight. You have to at least fight. Yeah. You can't just dance at each other. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's stupid. And like I said, if this was a live musical, like that would make sense that like they would have a dancing fight scene because it's live. It would live. make sense that they wouldn't stab each other. Yes. Right. <laughs> and they wouldn't be physically punching each other in the face. <laughs> that would make sense and they wouldn't be having bats and bashing each other's skulls There's in. Some that makes sense. Brutal moment like yeah. somebody gets his head crushed with a paint can, yeah, dude gets early a nail on. through his ear. Yeah. Ugh. Did you so, actually? Did it actually show him getting nailed in the ear? No, or, it okay, didn't. It just, okay. show, it just shows him. I was like, "How did I miss that?" Right. <laughs> well, we can go ahead and just go off from the start. I thought the movie started really slow and off on a bad foot. I was very confused in the beginning. I liked it. Yeah, I know. We, Tristan, Tristan, Trevor, and I have already talked <laughs> yeah. about it on how he loved how it was so silent mm-hmm. and how it gets right into the musical score. Yeah. Um, what do you call? Is it the just overture. called? Overture? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, I'm sure there's a term that I'm missing that's a musical song that has all the choreography and everything. But so it's a overture. Uh, t- overture. T- uh, if there is a if there's a moment in a play where there is a big dance number, it's I mean it's typically just called the dance number. Um, okay. If, if if there's a I mean that is a thing. Gotcha. But this but that scene is the overture. Okay. With the whistling. Sure. Mm. Um, and I thought it would start off really poor, just because right off the bat, I was already a little worried about the weary about the movie in general. I was calling it dumb, dumb, 
side story all week. <laughs> um, Somebody was upset at that, but we're not going to say who. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, we'll give you a hint. Uh, his first letter starts with T and his last name's Landreth. You can... You Tristan. Gotta, That's not you, me anymore. You got oh. you got four you got four choices. <laughs> Pick your poison. Um, it just so right off the bat, you're in a construction site that has zero noise, and then later on, uh, I talked to maybe I need to stop saying I talked to Trevor about it already, but um, the, it's completely quiet until you get to them whistling and like starting to make a ruckus, and like. Later on, you see they are um, the whole reason why they're dancing and stuff is because they're not dancing, I guess, but making a ruckus is because they're getting kicked out of their own town. And that's what all the construction is. Yeah. And like it felt weird how calm the environment was for like like that. It was completely counter to the narrative they were trying to push. I thought the air was anxious. Yeah. I was just confused. Yeah, I didn't feel anxiousness. I just felt like I did kind of feel like, okay, so we're just like setting up the. Oh, yeah. The (laughs) finger claps or finger snaps. So like it has to be quiet or else you can't hear a snap. So it's got to be quiet. (laughs) Of course. You can't hear the power drills. You can't hear the 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 pounding and the moaning from the. Because they were getting it on. Stop. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was the first scene. As you see, yep. what's his name? Rifkin. Riff. Yeah. Uh, walking out of a... Uh, I don't know what they call those things. Uh, but like a... Like a uh, uh, crane? Cra- yeah, yeah, I want to say crane too. Uh, like a, like... Doesn't matter what it's called. But nonetheless, he's walking out of there with his girl that used to be his best friend's girl that we later find out, which I thought was really weird. She's my best friend's girl. Yeah. She used to be mine. Also, she was way too attractive for him. And the other four guys. <laughs> the other you four, thought that girl was way attractive? For him. Like, meaning he was very unattractive. Okay. And there were four other much more attractive guys right there. And she picked the skinny guy that looks like a rat. He does look kind of like her. Yeah. He's the leader of the pack. Which I was confused yeah, by. Yeah, he shouldn't have been the leader of the pack. He looked like a little dumb boy. And he, he was a little dumb boy. <laughs> Tony looked like a leader. And what I, I don't... Maybe he I was need a, a leader. I know. But Until he went to prison. There was someone else that I thought should have been the leader. But it doesn't matter. There was somebody that I kept on saying, I'm like, that guy looks like a leader. Not this riff guy. I liked the other guys, so I thought they were fun. Yeah, until they started raping a girl. Okay, yeah, no, that was not okay. Yeah. But, like, I was thinking, like, when they all got into the police station or whatever, and they did that song in there. Gene Officer Crumkey. Okay. Yeah. I liked that. I liked that scene. Yeah, so there were really three uh, overtures or dance uh, sets. No, only the first song is called The Overture, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, fuck me then. <laughs> um, there are only three dance sets out of the, like, 15 that we had, whatever, um, that I enjoyed. One was the, the school dance. That's a dance number, yeah. Um, Mambo! Dun, 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 yeah, because dun, 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 dun. it, again, because it made sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. if this was a movie, mm-hmm. it would make sense, like, like, to me, that's what, like, a musical, like, 
a movie musical because there's purpose have, to them is like yeah it makes sense and like it's it's obviously exaggerated if this was a normal high school dance also can we what age group are oh, these yeah, people oh yeah I'm so confused okay so okay here's the thing so it's, it's supposed to be high school but, but they're all 28 they yes I think I think they upped I think they upped the ages of of the cast. And the only thing that doesn't necessarily make sense with that is the school dance part, I think. In my well, and the fact that they said Maria was 18. I was about to say that. Oh, did they? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. they call her 18. She just turned 18. Mm-hmm. And then the sister. She has so, an older brother. Yeah, has an older brother who's in high school and goes to the dance. Mm-hmm. Are you are you fucking 21 going to a high school dance? Like. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Not, none of that. None of the and aging stuff made any jobs. sense. Now, I, I, I'm willing to give that a little bit of a pass because if you look at movies like Sam, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, they all look like they're 30 and they're supposed to be in high school. Okay, but they made it clear that they were in high school. Yeah. The problem with this is that why would a 21-year-old be going to a, dance, a school dance? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's not weird. I'm just saying that... Because they weren't playing a younger character. They were... What is your face? What? Sorry, my eye glitched. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. It, yeah, was, no, it I agree. just made it, it really weird. confusing. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, the biggest thing for me was it was just confusing. Yeah. Because I don't know the age of these people. And I figured they were supposed to be post-high school. Like from the first part, it feels like mm-hmm. post-high school... Like they dropped out of high school, whatever, or like whatever, and then they make this little gang, and they've been this gang, so they're like twenty one, twenty two, mm-hmm. maybe some of them are nineteen as like newbies. Yeah, but like that's the age range, and out of nowhere, they're in a high school dance with a principal and like cops. Yeah, like like this doesn't well, make. They gotta make sure gangs, nothing happens. Easton. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. What? I said they're gangs. Yeah. The Jets and the Sharks, baby. Don't- no, nah, the whites and the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> I did notice that is that is something that's different from the from the original movie is that it's it's more the Jets and the Sharks and this one it was like the Jets and the Puerto Ricans. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never heard the name Sharks. I think they say they it. They said it once. Yeah. Okay. I, oh, it's, it's I, because it's because Gino wants to join. Oh, okay. And, they and Bernardo's just... like, you don't want to be a shark. Like it's stupid. Oh. I don't even want to be a shark kind of thing. Yeah, I definitely miss it because they just kept on saying. Puerto Rican. Puerto Ricans, yeah. Like, that's all mm-hmm. they said. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this movie, I'm surprised it doesn't get any kind of heat for its very racist tones. I think they do I'm, a pretty good job. I think they do fine, but, like, I don't, like, I'm not as cancer, like, that's not, like, I don't care. You can yeah. you can have the race stuff in there because it makes sense for the story, mm. but, like, that doesn't mean Other everyone is gonna... okay when right. you have race relations stuff. Mm. And, like, so I thought it was fine, but I definitely thought I was going to, like, get on Twitter and people were going to be like, this is insane that they were blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, they didn't have it. So, like, it was good, yeah. but maybe it's because it was pretty anti-white for quite a bit of it. Yeah. And so everyone loves the anti-white stuff. So I don't know if I'd say it was anti-white. No, it just definitely showed like the bad side of uh, white people in the 30s or whatever, yeah. which which is just telling history. That's uh, not yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. that is 100 yeah. percent how like gangster white 
Bronx people were mm -hmm. like that. To I'm not saying that it was like, but that's like what they showcased. And so yeah. I was like, I figured somebody would be angered about it, <laughs> but no. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But they didn't have, I do have to say they didn't have like anybody that like wasn't a white racist. Like they what? were all like all oh. of the white people were just racist white well, people. And I think oh. that they're con in the context of it. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Like, hey, well, oh, sorry, except for Tony. Well, they, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're right, Tony. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is why I like Tony. <laughs> yeah. But we really only get to see them interacting with, because the whole, like I said, the whole original concept is Jets versus the Sharks. Yeah. And so we really only ever see the group of the Jets interacting with the Puerto Ricans. Because this this movie does a pretty good job of, of, a, of a diverse cast, not only with the main players, but the extras involved as well. I really liked the shop owner. Yes, I did too. That I like her a lot. She cast well. Mm -hmm. She's aight. Whatever. <laughs> That's not bad. Mm. She wasn't like memorable or, or maybe not memorable is not the right word. Yeah, like, I, thought I remember she was. stuff, but like she wasn't like exceptional or anything. She was just a cute old lady. I thought she did really good, yeah. but um, you love old people though, so like I that's do. not I do a hard love thing. Old people, I agree with you, Tristan. Thanks. Um, you were trying to say something about the knife fight. No, not the the knife fight or the gun thing. Oh, the gun. Sorry, yes, yeah. the gun. Okay. Um, you I gave like, me a little bit of the spiel, yeah. Yeah, I was like knife fight. You were asleep during that. <laughs> I did fall asleep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait. I'm gonna say that right now. I fell asleep during I was the climax of the movie. Dog tired. Okay. I gave in. I fell asleep and I woke up when they were telling Maria Tony killed Bernardo, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was so confused, and then I'm like, "She told me that heck? afterwards," and I'm like, "Well, that movie didn't make any sense to you then because you missed literally the climax of the movie." <laughs> Where's Rifkin? Why is he not this yeah, movie anymore? Was, yeah, and then they like so the next part was. Um, the morgue. Anita was identifying the, her yeah. whatever, yeah. and it was Riff, and I'm like, oh, so he died too. Okay, <laughs> great. She didn't tell me. Obviously, she didn't say this like in the theater. So yeah. Like, yeah. we were just talking about it afterwards, and she was like, so Tony killed Bernardo, and I'm like, what? And she's like, well, I fell asleep. I'm like, you fell asleep during the climax of the movie? Like, I saw her doze off once, and like I woke her up. Yeah. Because I try to wake her up when like we're doing a review. So that she yeah. can, like, kind of... I sneak them in there, though. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and you were even in the uh, in the digital... You were even in the Dolby. No, yeah, not in Dolby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the gunfight, uh, I thought was stupid just from a gun safety position. Like, oh, the, I am, the cool tune where yeah. they're trying mm -hmm. to keep the gun um, Yeah. I am a gun activist. I... I um, think it's uh, it's great for citizens to have guns and but also to promote good gun safety mm. um and it was I, scaring me and i think this movie did uh a disservice to its viewers to literally have these people fighting and playing over a gun um and nothing happen nothing bad happen mm. um because if you were doing what they were doing with a live like with a gun that had live rounds in it and was a single action revolver which just means if you pull the trigger the bullet goes off um if it's double action you have to pull the hammer back and then pull it so it's a little bit safer but like i'm learning so much <laughs> um 
nonetheless, I may have got those backwards. I don't know. We'll see. Whatever. Yeah. Um, the point is, is that it was a revolver that you don't have to pull the hammer back uh, mm-hmm. to fire. You just pull the trigger and it shoots. And so um, they were just throwing around the gun. They were literally mm-hmm. fighting over it. And like, I figured someone was going to get shot with it. I and, did too. And that's not what happened. But that almost makes me more upset because uh, unfortunately a lot of people in America are gun ignorant. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of what they get their information on gun is media and movies. And this movie just showed that you can wrestle around, play with a gun. And as long as you're not pointing and pulling the trigger, it's not going to go off, but that's not the case. I mean, they're literally fighting over it. Their hands are in the trigger. All that like, all you have to do is have one pinky accidentally just swipe that trigger and boom, the gun goes off. I mean, I'm not saying if you drop it, it's just going to go off. That's not how guns work. But like if you're literally wrestling over it, it's so easy for just a finger to swipe down and hit that trigger. And there goes the gun and somebody loses uh, a liver, their life. a liver up their life. And I, I mean, like, yeah, also them trying to discuss a gun was very this when they were trying to get it yeah like i had it shoots a uh i shot a 23 he's like this and he was like shoots a 22 and then i don't even know what round he said that revolver was but what i remember was like i don't even think that's a real round like what the hell (laughs) because like your your popular pistols are 22 which Nobody shoots a twenty two because that does nothing. I thought he said it did have it was a twenty two. I think he did say twenty two. No, that's I what think- that's what the he said. I shot a Smith and Wesson, and whatever. That's yeah. what uh, Riff said, and oh. he was like, "Well, what round did you shoot?" And he said twenty three. He's like, "Well, those only shoot twenty twos." Yeah, and he was like, "This right. shoots this." Okay, and I'm like, I don't think that's a even a round that you shoot because <laughs> pistol. Uh, your handguns usually just shoot a twenty two, which isn't very popular because it's not a very effective round. Um, it's a glorified... Those are uh, my favorite. I shouldn't say... It. You can kill somebody with it, but okay. it's not a very effective gun because it usually takes... It's like an internal bleeding kind of killing you. It's not like a stopping you from doing what you're, that person is trying to do. Nine millimeter is the most popular. He didn't say nine millimeter. Ten millimeter is a possibility, but not very popular. He didn't say 380... Um, he didn't say 44, he didn't say 45. I'm like, I don't even know what round that's supposed to be, but apparently it can kill <laughs> whatever it was yeah. and kill and pretty it quick. Did. And it killed pretty quick. I mean, he had to unload a bit and he he's used them like three times. Yeah. I thought I only shot him twice, but oh, twice, uh, yeah. yeah. But like if he was shooting a 22, that mm-hmm. wouldn't have, it would have like, you could have taken him to a hospital, probably got him treated and he would have been fine. Oh. Um, but if he was shooting a nine, there's guys, depending on where he gets hit, I mean, it could be a few minutes or he could got into a hospital and been fine. But like he literally died in 30 seconds. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was acting like, but then he like still walked around after getting shot. I was just thinking of a TikTok oh, I saw stupid, the other day that was like for Sonic games and it was for Shad- the Shadow the Hedgehog game and the quote was, who needs super speed when I got this nine? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, sorry. That was a very long-winded way of saying that no, I didn't yeah. like the gun score because it just felt very unsafe for the world that we live in and just people not understanding gun safety and sure. the way guns work. And, like, I'm very much on the people need to 
know how they properly work and how to properly handle them so they're not misinformed mm-hmm. on how guns work. Yeah. And because mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a big issue and in the world or in the U.S. at least of like not understanding how guns work, and so you think that they're either more evil or less evil than they they really are. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of upset me about that whole scene. And it was just weird that they danced, fighted over again. Yeah. And it was supposed to be this emotional thing of them, like, splitting. I got that. Yeah. No, no, I got that. But I'm saying, like, it was, like, it didn't, it was a weird, it's weird for them to, like, just dance fighting's weird in a movie. I think in that, in that number in particular, um, there are a couple times when Tony like stands up on a slant of wood and I remember thinking I remember thinking um, he so like it's like a 45 degree angle and he's standing like outright from it and that takes a ton of strength to do and then all it's like a lot of gymnastic movement they're they're leaping and jumping around all over the place yeah they also Tony like would jump up on a handrail and like swing off of it. Yeah. Which was completely unnecessary and actually slowed you down. And I was like, why? But it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, that's my um, problem. Don't do it because it looks cool. But do it because it's practical. <laughs> um I I very much enjoyed that number because of that. Now I all now I'm not that much, like I don't know lickety split about guns, but I do remember from so being from that perspective, I do remember thinking, um, why hasn't this gone off yet? Yeah. A couple times. On the other side, also though, that's absolutely something you would do in a stage play is have a prop gun that gets mm-hmm. used as a prop yeah. that gets thrown around and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's fair. Yeah. And I think it's another thing of like it would make sense if I was in a musical and they were dance fighting over the gun. Because you don't expect them like in a movie you could have like a staged fight between the two of them mm-hmm. of like wrestling and cut shots and like take several takes or whatever. Yeah. But in a music, like in a musical or theater, you can just like, it's harder to do that. And like, I don't, I don't know. Musicals just make more sense live. I think is really what it comes down to for, for, I guess Tristan and I, but more me than Tristan <laughs> or maybe equally. I don't know. I've been saying that the whole time. Okay. I didn't want to rope you in right then. Okay. I Thank want to you. leave you your option to join or uh, in be this, more. In this join movie instance. Yes. The galaxy is father's. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yes. Hey, never mind. I won't go there. Um, the other. I said I like the gymnast. The gym. Uh, the gymnastic number. feats. No, the, the gym. Dance. Oh, the gyms. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, this wasn't really a dance score or whatever, but I did like tonight the tonight song. I liked how it was all uh, coming. It was all coming together. Uh, they all sang it separately, and it was the kind of. The are gonna get their way tonight. Yeah. And I felt like that was a song where I could see everyone's different motives and like hear what they were like all. Which is funny. Because didn't you say earlier that you didn't like that because you couldn't focus on who was saying what and like what the motivations were? I said sometimes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I felt like, yeah, I, I just felt like it It had like good synergy together. Yeah. Um, and when I said I couldn't understand everything, that wasn't just when they were singing over each other. There was 
a few specific scores where they were singing at each other and singing over each other. But there were also just songs where they were singing and like, I don't know if it was just like they were doing a bunch of stuff. And so like the song like was just in the back. I don't know. But I yeah. was, I just remember multiple songs being like, I am lost on what you're trying to portray to me in this song. Uh, other than like the general theme, but like if there's like, if you were to say lines you would get more I would understand what you were saying but now you're singing it and it's like it's I'm losing it so gotcha. and I'm sure I lost some stuff in that one too I don't know but I, I liked it it sounded good and I liked the different visuals <coughs> yeah very nice I have something to say go for it thank you um the, the thing I don't like about Romeo and Juliet is that, uh, can I skip to the end? Can I say something about the end? Do you, do, you uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about in the middle and everything? Uh, let me think real quick. The, the thing I kind of, my brain keeps going back to is the knife fight. And I, if you've seen the original. The, the big rumble? Yeah, the rumble. I, if you've seen the original, I think you can probably agree that this was done much, much better. Cool. I actually gasped when when Tony stabs. I even knew it was coming, and I huh. even I still guess when he stabs Bernardo. I wasn't expecting it. No, it's very and also and I very and much enjoyed the moment between Rifkin and Tony when Rift dies. Um, yeah, he like tells him to pull it out. Yeah. Um, I think I that was that very fake, but like it felt musical fake. Gotcha. So like I guess I I guess I gave it a little bit of a pass, but. But yeah, I and then just the the very quick yeah, and I think that was the right way to go to make it more of a fight than a dance number because you you should watch the original one at least just that scene just to see how kind of silly it it's silly and campy it is. Um, I think it was interesting that technically Tony killed Riff, but right what. Tony was holding and trying to pull Riff back. Oh, yeah. And then Riff fought off and pushed away and then turned around and went straight into the knife. knife, Yeah. So, like, if if Tony wasn't trying to stop Riff, like, he would have just turned around and been ready. But instead, there was an altercation and and Well, don't stop blaming him. That's sad. (laughs) Well, he was just trying to stop it. And then you can tell that... Bernardo didn't really want to kill him either. It just yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, maybe I, they'll bring a knife to the fight. Or a gun. <laughs> that a had gun. no repercussions in the fight, which I thought was weird, too. A gun? Yeah. yeah they, it, they gave it to Tony, so I thought that was going to mean something, but it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it still becomes the instrument of his demise. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I also thought that... Um. I know this is just West Side Story, so, like, obviously, there's... I guess I'm skipping to the end, so I, I shouldn't do that yet. The only thing I want to say is I enjoyed the... The one I, the thing I leading up to that that I want to talk about before we, before we got to the end is I, I enjoyed Anita and Maria's conversation um, when Anita finds out that Tony and Maria were together, and she talks to her, and she's like, I can't stop you. Like, you're your own person. Um... And then Maria says, can you ever forgive me? And Anita just says, don't, don't ever ask me that or something like that. I enjoyed that, that conversation. 
and the the resolution they have after that. Yeah, I, I did too until the end. Yeah, until she betrays Friggin her dummy. sister. I mean, that feels pretty warranted to me, though. No, I wasn't expecting her to do that. Feels warranted. Like she had a right to do that. Is that what you mean? I I think in I not a right, but I understand. Is that where we're headed? Are we talking about that? Sure, part? do it. Um, well, she because she already doesn't care for Tony. She yeah. the only reason she's she going, also doesn't know Tony because she's a racist. She thinks <laughs> she literally is. Tony is white, therefore, and so is Alberto. I don't agree with that. He's white. You can't. And then Bernardo says that. I don't yeah. know that Anita ever does. Yeah, I guess. But maybe it's just you know the whole story as an audience member, and she doesn't. So like that's what pisses you off. I, well, Tony never gets to like tell his story at all. No, he just dies. Yeah, just stupid. So what I was going to say was, I mean, if I if I was in her shoes and I already don't care for this Tony, because he just killed my freaking beau, and I go to do this favor for his sister, and then that, and then Tony's friends. Look, I'm not saying that it's right that they did that. I'm saying that she, like, I don't think she should have said that. That it made me really mad when she lied and said that. Um, what's her face was dead. Maria. Maria. Yeah. It made me really like really mad actually because I knew how it was going to end and I'm like, that's stupid. So now you're going to be sad and alone and now you're basically sister-in-law is going to be sad and alone. Well, like they say, hurt people, hurt people. Well, that's stupid. That's what happens though. <laughs> but it's dumb. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to happen. People, doesn't have to, people decide to make it happen. Yeah. That's what makes me mad, though. It's like, you don't have to be a jerk like that. Guess who didn't do that at the end? Maria. So why did... Didn't do what? Hurt other people because she was hurt. She was about to. But she didn't. And she, guess what? Anita didn't have to, but she did. Yeah, but I'm saying I understand where she's coming from because she almost got gang raped. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't understand where she came from. Yeah. I think everyone understands where she was coming from, but that doesn't mean the decision was right. No, but if I'm in that situation and I'm almost gang raped, I, I, I could not bring myself to do that. You still couldn't? No. Even after that? No. I stand I, by that. I, I don't think, I, yeah, it's making me upset. Anyway, well, I, I guess we know where we all stand on that. Well, I'm like, I'm, again, we're not saying we don't understand where she came from, but it still was like a shitty thing to do. I am agreeing with you. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. That's why we keep talking about it. Okay. Um, but my whole thing was, is that Tony never gets to tell his side of any of his story. Cause he was literally doing the quote unquote, the right thing Yeah, trying to. up until the last quarter of a second where he just saw his only real friend get murdered right in front of him. And he had, he lashed out. I'm like nobody's going to disagree with that. Yeah. Um, but everybody there was there to kill somebody except for Tony. Yeah. And like, I also thought that uh, Anita being, I thought the whole thing of 
Tony killed Alberto. Tony Bernardo. killed Al- Alberto. Bernardo. Bernardo. Sorry. <laughs> Tony killed Al- uh, whatever. <laughs> Bernardo. Bernardo um, was stupid because like they were all there to fight and kill each other. Like, so why does it matter if Tony was the one that delivered the blow when like they all went there knowing that they could die that night and they all know that they could have died or gotten killed by anybody there. So why is it like Anita didn't want them to fight? I know. But guess who did? Bernardo? Yes. And like he like that was the result of his actions. But Anita doesn't have any control over that. I'm freaking done talking about Anita. I that's why I meant by she was a character that I liked and then very much disliked. Yeah, no, I, I disliked her a lot after that happened. But, okay, I was not talking about that as the end. I was talking about, I remember, does Anita kill herself in the first one at the in very the original? end? Yeah. I don't know. Well, you haven't seen the original? I have a million years ago. Oh, Guess okay. what? I'm also a witch. Yeah. So, um, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I expected her to kill herself because Juliet does. And that's the, that's, I don't like Romeo and Juliet because of that. Because she kills herself because her love because is her children behaving irrationally killed. Yeah. Because I don't like that because it's putting so much pressure on another person for you to live. So you're going to rely that much on another person in order for you to have quality of life. I think that's a bad message to send to people. So I was like, I was happy that she didn't kill herself at the end of this. I don't like that. She said, I'm whatever she said. I don't have hate in my heart. Yeah. I don't like that. I thought it was terrible messaging. Yeah. Yeah. But I also like that. She didn't kill herself. So she decided to have hate in her heart instead of just killing herself. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Yeah, but I mean, you're also attuned to the like that's the original story, right? What that Tony dies and and she like it's the tragedy of the West Side Story. Yeah. Um. So it t- like it makes sense, but I I I didn't like that. And for the first time seeing it, I didn't like that ending. Um. The fact that Tony dies because he believes yeah. that Maria is dead and like seeking out, seeking out Chino, mm-hmm. and like it, it just felt like a very weak, maybe not weak. I don't know. It was very negative. Like I felt negatively about how they, like how it happened. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that Tony died. Like I obviously wanted him to live because he was my favorite character of the yeah. whole thing. But like, if he died, that was I. I thought that was kind of a weird way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at this yeah. through the lens of this is a retelling of Romeo and Juliet. And yeah. In the play, Romeo and Juliet both die. Yeah. So Tony has to die. But so would Maria then? Well, if, if not both of them, one of them has to. And so, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, the only thing else I remember is that uh, when Tony first meets Maria, not Maria. first meets, yeah, but go like gets kicked out of the party and and finds her in the balcony. Mm-hmm. The first like bit of that was so weird of how he climbed up the fire escape and then acted like he couldn't get past the locked part. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> you just climbed up the side of it. Why aren't you just climbing up this last one? And he finally does. And I'm like, what took you so long? <laughs> Why did you like what? 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 I remember saying that too. Okay. <laughs> Good. Because <laughs> I was like, I, I I was like, did I miss something? But he totally just scaled this pretty easily. Yeah. And then now he's acting like he can't see her face to face. And then, yeah. And I really did like the uh, the trip that they went together. I thought that was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where they have the secret marriage. Yeah, I thought the secret. Okay, that was like what? I thought the secret it's marriage was Romeo a, and Juliet thing. Yeah, I thought the secret marriage <laughs> was thing was like, a little much. But and I only it was a little much because it wasn't like it was a little too like um. Not promiscuous, like, uh, whatever the word is for like not straight up telling you, just Im- implying it. Yeah. Um, it was way too much of that. Mm-hmm. Like it could have just, technically, it could have just them being like, I, like let's role play this. But like, I assume that was them saying, "I'm in front of God. We're in front of God. So let's go ahead and get married because we're irrational eighteen year olds," yep. which is fine. But it just like it didn't like straight up like I almost wish that they would have had like like a ring thing to like symbolize it or something mm. to like tell you it wasn't just a uh, like a yeah. not a joke, but similar yeah. to one, I guess they were taking it seriously. Yes. Yeah. Although I thought it was so cute when he was learning those phrases from what's her face. <laughs> yeah. And then like, set him, and oh. she just and Maria just laughs. Okay, yeah, no, I was that, <laughs> that wasn't was pretty funny. No, I, I was like, part. oh, poor guy. Yeah, and most of the, of the parts that Tony was in it, I pretty much enjoyed. Yeah, it was a lot of the other stuff that that maybe not so much. Maybe I just don't like Riff at all. That actor that might be part of it. <laughs> He's kind of weird looking. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. and then oh yeah. Uh, I thought the, I feel like I should just say her name instead of Anita. No. Um, Maria. No. Whoever. Tony's guardian or whatever. Yeah. Ezra. Yeah. Call her Abuela. (laughs) Ezra, the, uh, um, the the girl that's trying to be, uh, the jet, um, oh, yeah. who's actually a boy. I the thought that was a modern take on. The yeah. Film, I just felt like it definitely seemed a little, it she seemed pretty sh- shoehorned in that she, like she had to be like, mm-hmm. like she was this really like good character that like can't be accepted. And then like the, the only payoff is that like she finally gets accepted. She but, is called bud. Yeah. Buddy boy. But for like, not actually like the whole point was like, she got, called that and she got accepted for the jets for protecting Tony by saying that she knows coming to kill him but then she doesn't actually protect Tony. But she was trying to. I guess to. she tries, yeah, but but she's not I don't think she's in the original yeah, play or movie. I would, and so I mean, I would definitely assume she so. does ha- like has any merit yeah. like anytime she's in the scene. Yeah. Cuz I think yeah. Oh yeah, yeah the, the last score I liked, the last uh, dance member was the the police scene that Gee, we Officer yeah that we talked about just for a little bit, but I thought that was thought it fit like the like another when they're locked in the mm-hmm. yeah I liked like another it a one lot. that like makes sense for a movie it was fun uh, musical um, 
Like those are the kind of things that I expect and that feel natural. And some of the other ones felt unnatural. But that's just yeah, that's just me. Yep. Okay, we can go ahead and stop arguing and oh, unless you got something. No. Oh, you looked at me like you did. Yeah. And rate. You know, we talked about the voices in this, the the Bronx high pitched kind of voice. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, the more I thought about it, the more like that's a stereo I mean, if they're kids, that's like a stereotypical Bronx 1920s accent and I you, I don't know if you know this I actually know somebody that lives in the Bronx hmm. yeah um, her name's Eleanor I haven't talked to her in a while Eleanor no. oh my gosh Eleanor <sighs> yeah. what do you want to continue to be on this podcast because that's road that might be put her down <laughs> I was thinking about that joke all day <laughs> I'm so cruel. glad you followed through, Tristan. Cruel. <laughs> um, just cruel. Oh my gosh. Um did did the singing like sound very recorded and placed over to no. you? No. I thought it was all very natural. I was watching it, thinking they're lip syncing, kind of right now. Yeah. I mean, that's just typical movie. That's yeah. I know. I know. That's why I was thinking that. And and just like the the tone from when they were talking to when they sing like changed. And like I know there's really nothing you can do about that. But I just like that was just something to note, I guess, yeah. that I thought was another thing that kind of like took me out of it is that it felt like when once they started singing, like it was no longer like the person on screen doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure the people that were on screen were the ones that recorded yeah. and sang it, but like sure. The audio is no. The audio is no longer from the voice that's being seen, or from the mouth that's being seen. It's placed over. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead and go for your rating. Five out of five. Five out of five. I think maybe like a three and a half. I think. I've been battling all for the past two days, or I guess it's really just been one day, uh, on what to rate. Uh, and I think two is where I've I've gone all the way as low as one and then up to a three. So I feel like I'll just place it in the middle. There you go. So. Okay. Definitely won't watch again. But like, it's not atrocious. I just have stuff that I dislike. Yeah. It's been a while since I talked about my ratings, but two isn't like trash. It's just not something that I necessarily enjoy. So, okay, well, that's all of our ratings in our uh, big fight on West Side Story by Steven Spielberg. Um, next week, we are... Um, is that Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. <sighs> 17th. Well, I guess next week we got Spider-Man. We might be the only three people that dislike the movie. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we got no the only three people, I think, in the world that are not excited for this movie. That's not true. I'm excited we'll for it. We'll see if I get Graham in here. And he can the fans. Yeah. I think that's kind of like I'm always like in, intrigued by this like the sliced amount for Marvel movies mm-hmm. but yeah the fans of like especially this they make one it terrible just because they they just praise them all so much so and they're just okay yeah and that's fine it's it's fine to have okay movies well, and they and enjoy the, it they like they're you know and especially with spider-man and like in 
far away from home or whatever it's called. Far from home. Far from home. Yeah. Um, there's a moment when Spider-Man walks out and he's holding like an engine on an engine from one of the drones on like a, a chain and he's holding like a shield looking thing that he picked up. And so he yeah. looks like Captain America. Yeah. People Everyone freaked love out. that image. And I'm like, it's just bait. It's yeah. like it's it's the equivalent of of clickbait. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, and it's anyway. I will say the scene after that though, when he does the Spidey sense thing, fighting Mysterio is cool. But it, I mean, <laughs> they're focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah, that it's pretty easy to appease Marvel fans. No kidding. Which is I still I still to I be fair, you act like it's so much harder to appease DC fans. Harder to appease. What do you mean? Like We're, we don't have to get into that right now. <laughs> we don't need to get into anything. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Now. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, like DC fans. Like as long as but, you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Yeah, just DC fans. Like as long as you throw some stuff in there, like they, like it's the same. Like if you throw just references, like you're yeah. gonna eat them up. Now, like I yeah. think DC movies are better films. <laughs> Thank so, <laughs> I, I think I've said that before. Yeah. Sometimes Marvel movies are more enjoyable, but that doesn't mean they're better. Yeah, it just means they're more enjoyable. Iron Man One is awesome to watch, but somebody still. made a. Co- I saw somebody made a color palette of. It was like all the scenes in Endgame, versus all the or all the the frames in Endgame versus all the frames in Zack Snyder's Justice League, mm-hmm. and the color palette in Justice League is like way more intense and vibrant than end games is anyway yeah. sorry dc van boyle i'll stop <laughs> yeah which um, i like i like the i like all most of what dc has done and i like what marvel did with uh the avengers like i think yeah. avengers one three and four are great movies yeah, they definitely made an achievement yeah they just need to stop <laughs> um I they just need to take chances is yeah. all it is no is kidding. they just need to allow people to do something that's not just this really bright colorful fun i seriously think that there is there is a section of the population that only goes to marvel movies oh i think when they go to movies it's just marvel i don't think that's a small section of people especially right now in the like i know we're not whether we are or not we're, in a pandemic, movie yeah. theaters are still in a pandemic. Yeah. Movie theaters are not back to 100%. And I think that all the people that don't want to go to movie theaters because uh, of Corona mm-hmm. uh, decide to think it's it called COVID so much. I forgot that it's called the Corona yeah. virus. Yeah. So the, uh, everybody who doesn't want to go to movie theaters because of COVID uh Decide to uh, say they'll take the, the. It's fine for the Marvel movies. Yeah, they'll, right. they'll go and fill up the. But it's Spider Man. It's I'll wear my mask. I'm double vaxxed. I I I can do it. I I can do it. All the other times, it's. All the other times, it's. Oh no! I don't want to be a super spreader. But like, but disgusting. It's, I'm so but, sorry. But Andrew Garfield and and uh, Tommy McGuire might be in it. Yeah. My childhood. I need to go watch it. <laughs> he might be in it. There's a, there's a, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I think literally the greatest. I, I would praise Marvel so much for not having them in it. Right. I, I was be, thinking. I would be so gleeful. I I will I'm, leave the theater literally 
smile cheek to cheek. Like I've seen P. I I think it's pretty much by this point confirmed that Andrew Garfield's in it. <sighs> I mean, like, however, I, I think it'll be fun. Like I think yeah. I'll like it. Yeah, because I like Andrew Garfield and I like Tobey Maguire. But just however, to, it'd be great if they didn't have them. Just to just like to rub it in their faces. It'd be like. <laughs> You got played so, so hard. hard. You got played harder than Doji Cat played <laughs> you. Okay. You got played so hard, and it would be so fun just to watch the meltdown. Yeah, I'm seeing people that are like that, that are looking at trailers, and they like you can hear Toby's voice in this line. Yeah. That didn't take you it can out. see that this monster moved ever so slightly, which means that it was getting hit by an invisible force. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. That I, had to be Toby. Yeah. Yeah. It would be great. Which they probably are, but like I would I want them not to be. I would be so happy. <laughs> I I said I made a tweet a while ago and I was like, I bet but it was before that um oh what's that guy's name? Oh well it was before Willem Dafoe was confirmed. Yeah. It was when like the first trailer came out and I tweeted and I said I would I I said I don't think Green Willem Dafoe Green Goblin is in this. And somebody like ripped into me and it was like, it's confirmed. Don't you know he was already in there? That's the original suit. Don't you, did you see it? And I'm like, yeah, it's the suit. Big whoop. <laughs> Could put anybody in that. Yeah. Anyway, but I mean, he is now. <laughs> so Marvel yeah. fanboys are something else. Yeah. Any fanboys are though. Like I'll rip somebody a new one for Star Wars. So I can't say anything. <laughs> But I also don't just accept any garbage that Star Wars puts out. Yeah. Which that's the problem with Marvel mm-hmm. fans is they will just accept any scrum any and garbage, crumb yeah. that is given to them. Yeah. And say it's a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay, we'll stop ripping into Marvel, even though right. we're about to do that next we're week. Gonna put, yeah, we'll put any of that next Yeah. Week. I mean, I hope it's a good Watch movie. Watch me love it and you guys hate it yeah. so much. I may love it. Like, it may be a great movie. I I don't dislike Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I don't dislike the movies. I think the last one was not very good at all. But, mm. like, I thought Homecoming was fine. And I think I think he's a good Spider-Man. His best work was in S- Civil War and yeah. the Avenger movies, yeah. which is sad. That whoever had the directing rights of the his solo movies failed it's that bad. It's just because they're trying so hard to make make him be the next Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Kick it to the plugs. Let's do it. All right. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcast, we would ask that you uh, would rate and review. If you like the podcast, that definitely helps us um, get new listeners. So when a new movie comes out and they search that movie, uh, we'll pop up. So, Uh, If you like the podcast, just give us a five-star review and just say what you like about it, and we will definitely give you a shout-out on the podcast. All right. Get to Trevor for the plugs. You can find Couch Critics on Facebook at Just the Couch Critics. You can find Couch Critics at Twitter and Instagram at Couch Critics Pod. You can find Easton Moore at those same places, Twitter and Instagram, at Easton Moore IV. You can find me at those same places, at T. Landers Perk. Tristan Moore does the intro theme song, and Graham on Instagram, at Graham Jarvis, does the artwork for the podcast. Sweet. Uh, so, again, thanks for listening to today's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So, see you guys next week. <laughs>